Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Now for Hughes on the right side, looking for some daylight against Ovechkin. A pass to the interior, broken up by Orlov, but he cannot clear. Loose puck and fire, they score! And Heesier wins it for New Jersey. The Capitals have lost in overtime again. Seventh time this season. They have not been able to get the extra point in three-on-three. Devils break the hex. It's their first win against Washington in 10 games. 4-3 the final. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals start the new year with an overtime loss to the Devils. TJ Oshie and Nick Backstrom back on the sidelines. And a week of practice this week. Caps not back in action until Friday. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, January 3rd. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. Hey, we're back. Holiday break in the rearview mirror. Back with you on this Monday morning, Monday through Friday for your morning commute. A snowy commute here in the nation's capital this morning. And the Capitals now with a week of practice before facing the St. Louis Blues Friday night at Scott Trade Center. Yesterday, Ben, a tough result as the Capitals fell behind, rallied late to force overtime, but then Nico Heeshear, the overtime winner in the Capitals, still cannot win in three-on-three. Man, the Devils came as advertised. Credit them first off from uh, yesterday afternoon. Speedy, young, talented bunch. They take advantage of defensive breakdowns. They work well in transition. Odd man rushes galore early on. They built an early lead. Credit the Capitals to claw their way back in the third period with two goals to tie it. But ultimately, the overtime issues, struggles, I don't know what word to use. They're all different, John. They've lost seven times in overtime. Every situation is different. But... 0-7 in games decided in overtime. They do have two shootout wins, but overall, I think objectively speaking, Capitals will take the point and... I think the Devils really were the better of the two teams yesterday. I don't think there's any question about that, and they are impressive. They're young, they can skate, and they ended up getting two points. TJ Oshie, Nick Backstrom, they can't catch a break, Ben. Both have had injuries to deal with. Both have ended up in COVID protocol, and now both out due to non-COVID illness. Hopefully they're back at practice in the next day or two and getting ready for the Blues on Friday. Yeah, you feel for each of them. I particularly feel here for Nicholas Backstrom. We know the story. Missed the first 28 games of the season with the hip ailment. He comes back December 15th, one game, and then boom, he's in COVID protocol. Is inactive, you know, for the duration of the time he's in quarantine. And then they have the holiday break, and then he comes back, and now he's out again. It's very much stop and go, stop and go. It's hard to build momentum, consistency. Peter Laviolette acknowledged earlier on the weekend, you know, saying even for the power play, the timing, the, the hands, the skill, the conditioning, the endurance, it takes time to build that up. And in Backstrom's case, he hasn't had the chance yet to do that really with much consistency. So hopefully, hopefully both Backstrom and Oshie can get back to practice in the coming days they could get back into game situations starting Friday night in St. Louis and hopefully they're able to build you know a body of work that they could then build off of but it just hasn't been there the opportunity hasn't been there to build that consistency just yet so it's really unfortunate right now 
roster move yesterday before the game, I wouldn't call it shocking, but mildly surprising. Alexei Protus sent to Hershey. We say mildly surprising because of how much ice time he has seen since the beginning of November, playing in every game just about since coming up from Hershey. And there is a taxi squad available, so there might be more to it that we aren't aware of, but still a little surprising to see him go down yesterday. And similarly, would not be surprised if we see him called up at some point coming up. Look, the good news is it means the Capitals starting to get healthier. And the other thing also worth noting last night after the, the game against the Devils, Laviolette acknowledged too that there was a desire to get Michael Scarbosa back in a game, felt he had showed himself well before the holiday break, and he used Scarbosa. He leaned on him in the third period last night. But I think big picture, as far as Alexei Protus, he played 21 games in a row. He was riding shotgun with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov. He was parking that body of his in front of the crease on the, on the number one power play unit. We saw him in late game situations on the penalty kill. He did a lot. He showed himself very well. And the Capitals know now, if there was any doubt, that's very reassuring that in regular season play in NHL competition, he belongs. He showed he has a spot. If it's not right at this current moment, it certainly it won't be too too far into the distant future before we see him again on a regular basis, I'm sure. Something else good from yesterday's game. John Carlson with another goal yesterday. He is nearly a point-a-game guy this season now and rolling since the team came back from the COVID holiday break. He had the four-point game against Nashville last week. Goals now in two of his last three. We talk on this show, and everyone else does too, about how Alex Ovechkin's game is aging like a fine wine this year, but John Carlson's one of the elder statesmen on this team too, and here he is as a D-man, only two points away from being truly a point-a-game guy this season. It's a good point, and you think also to the body of work this season, he's playing with a 22-year-old rookie in Martin Ferravari for the most part, and we've complimented, and deservedly so, Ferravari for the poise and the way he's adapted to the NHL game doesn't seem to overwhelmed by it, but certainly I'm sure... Some of that has to do with the fact he's been partnered with John Carlson and Carlson to be able to shepherd the rookie along as he has good on him, continuing to play big minutes. And more recently, just since the holiday break, you referenced the numbers, but the minutes too, you know, the first two games, you're missing Jensen, you're missing Schultz, you're missing Ferravari. He's been logging big minutes, Carlson. And even that continued yesterday against New Jersey, not surprisingly, but you're right. Maybe that is something that we do tend to take for granted in these parts. It was a familiar refrain before the holidays. It hasn't changed much now into the new year. The power play, yeah, it's got to get better. Only two goals with a man advantage in the entire month of December. Both of those coming from Alex Ovechkin. You're getting a lot of the big power play guys back. It's going to take time to get them up to speed. But this is right now, I think, the biggest area of concern, Ben, heading into the second half of the year. When you are given opportunities, you've got to take advantage of them. And the Capitals on the power play, just for whatever reason, some of it's injury, some of it's COVID, some of it's adversity, but it hasn't been good enough. I'm, I'm smiling, though, because listen to what you just said. The biggest area of concern for the team is the power play. Have we ever asked that before? And you're not wrong right now. That, that is the big issue, the big question mark with this team. When will the power play get going? I keep saying, and I hope I'm right, but I keep saying once you get them together regularly, you would think, and, and again, it goes back to what I said a couple of minutes ago with Laviolette. He said it's going to take the unit, maybe a few games, to, to get that timing and chemistry back. But when they do, if you're atop your division or fighting for top spot as the Capitals are, and it's a lot of jockeying for positioning in the Metro division upcoming, the teams are all bunched up together. But if you're in that position and you've gotten there, despite a power play, 
which ranks among, you know, the bottom feeders in the league so uncharacteristically, one would think it's a matter of time before it gets going. And uh, they get their looks and they get their finish. So here's hoping it starts as soon as Friday night against St. Louis, but maybe conservatively speaking, give it a few games. And once they come, it could start to come in bunches. Thought the Haglund, Dowd, Hathaway line very good. Really, since coming out of the holiday break, Dowd, not just with the goal that kind of brought him back in the fight, got him back within a goal yesterday in the third period, but he also had the goal against Nashville. That line didn't get to play a lot together for, what, a month more, I suppose. And now, finally, they're healthy and back together, and they make a huge impact here. Yeah, so on on Wednesday against Nashville, they were just agitators extraordinaire. They had a couple of goals, Haglin and Dowd on Wednesday night against Nashville. Hathaway drew a couple of penalties. Then Friday night, they didn't factor in on the score sheet, but they had a shift in the second period in what at the time was they were trailing one nothing that helped turn the game I thought the momentum around in the Capitals favor and then again last night against New Jersey the game tying goal in the third period to help jolt some some momentum on their side that's what they do they're momentum changers they're energy guys they're they're shift disturbers if you want to call them that playing to their their identity very well especially since they've been reunited since the holiday break Shift disturbers, you said. Yes, we enunciate that very clearly. That's right. Shift disturbers, all three of them, that uh, 21 fella especially. Very much so. I think they call him a few other things at time, Garnet Hathaway. Hey, Ben, we got a new sponsor on the show, Power Up Premium Trail Mix. It's more free food, Ben. It's your favorite thing. I, I do enjoy both food and things that are free for us. Yes, trail mix, absolutely. They have provided their fresh-to-order trail mix to Garnet Hathaway and Nick Dowd on their podcast. Their healthy snacks have now made their way to our show. Ben, let's be honest. You need a healthy source of fats and proteins and carbs. Benny, you're going to get that opportunity, and sometime here in the not-too-distant future, we're going to have a sampling of that. So you got that coming your way. You can go alongside. You know, listen, we all like our snacks and all that stuff. Now you've got something healthy to eat here while we do the show. It's a post-holiday gift. It'll be the gift that keeps on giving, and I very much look forward to it, absolutely. And we do thank them for the sponsorship, the partnership. We've heard Nick Dowd and Garnet Hathaway. If it works for us as effectively as it seems to do for them, I think we'll be in good shape. Yeah, hopefully we don't start fighting each other like Garnet or whatever, but we'll see what happens. Caps with a lot of practice days this week. They're off till Friday when the team travels to St. Louis to take on the Blues. Caps also in Minnesota Saturday night. Until then, have yourself a great snowy Monday, Ben. Happy McNugget Minute Monday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.